Welcome to the Pascal Ngwe Podcast. Pastor Pascal is the senior pastor of Alive Bible Church, a vibrant and growing church with branches across South Africa. Pastor Pascal is an anointed teacher of the Word of God who makes the Bible to come alive. Get ready to be empowered as you listen to the Word of God. What is the whole idea of revival? The whole idea is life. Life. It's just life. The very word revive speaks of bringing life back into something. When we say that revive this person, it means the person is either... um, inactive uh, we are under the impression that the person is no it means the person is no more responsive then we say revive revive the person so when we talk about reviving we are basically talking about bringing life back into something bringing life back into something I mean there was life and that life has been taken away now you want to bring life back into the thing. Are you listening to me? And that's the whole purpose of this service. So the first thing we trust in God to do is to bring back life, the life of God, into your life. Because you don't always have the life of God with you. I'm going to show that to you just now. Then the other thing is to bring back life into your Christianity. I'm sure you've heard of dead Christian, dead churches, dead this, dead that, dead songs. The songs are being sung, the church is built, but there's no life. So the whole concept of bringing life into your Christian experience so that Christianity can become alive and exciting. Then the third thing that we, are, we hope to achieve during these services is to bring power into your life. To bring power. To bring power. These are all things that are part of revival. When somebody is revived, power is back. The person can walk by themselves. The person can start doing things by themselves. Because power has returned. Power is going to return into your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, Genesis chapter 1. Quickly, this evening. We're going to touch a few things tonight. Hmm. You know, the things that I do at Revival at 6, is that I depend entirely on the anointing. Do you understand? I don't, I do it, I do it purposely. I don't prepare myself like logically. I just come and I teach extemporaneously. Like as I receive it, 
Paul says, as I've received, so have I made known to you. You're going to be blessed tonight. By the grace of God. Praise the name of Jesus. All right, let's look at something here quickly. Okay, maybe just to make it a bit easier, I'm going to share the scriptures. And the Lord breathed into the nostril of the man, and the man became a living soul. Just to get you to also read the Bible with me. Praise the Lord. And the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground. So we saw that man was formed. The word man, did you know that the word man is the word Adam? That Adam, Adam is soil, ground, the, the dirt, that's Adam. So, Adam, when we say that Adam, we're talking about actually the substance that was used to make him. Mm. That's Adam, the soil, the substance that was used. Now, the Lord God made man, or Adam, from the dust of the ground. So, you see, Adam, from there, that's what God used to make man. Amen? So, the man we're talking about here is your physical body. Your hair, your eye, your nose, everything about you was made from the dust of the ground. That's why when you die or when I die, we, 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 we get taken back where? To the soil. And if you've noticed, we just gel very well with the soil. It doesn't seem to be difficult for your hair to gel, for your nose to gel, for your eyes to gel. They just decompose itself back into the soil nicely. If you don't understand what I'm trying to say, look at a simple plastic and see how long it takes for the plastic to gel. As small as it is, you are bigger than a plastic. But you will gel just now. But the plastic can be there for hundreds of years. And it doesn't gel because it's not the same material. Look at iron. Are you flowing with me? So your body was formed. The whole of you was there. Everything about you was there. But there was not life. There was no life. So you were there, but you were exactly the way you will be when you die. The whole of you will be there, but there will be no motion. There will be no life. What brings life? Next line. And breathed into his nostril. The bread of what? The bread of life. So though he existed, though he was formed, he didn't have life. Something can exist all right, but not have life. 
a marriage can exist and not have life. A business can exist and not have life. A girl can exist and not have life. A boy can exist and not have life. Because Adam was already there, but there was no life. God needed to do something for life to enter him. And God, the breath of life. And if you've noticed, as soon as this breath of life leaves your body, we say that you are what? You are dead. That same breath you see there, as soon as the last one leaves you, the same body will be lying there. But we say you are dead. And man became a living, 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 living being, living being. So he was alive, but he was a dead being. Now he became a living being. In other words, he could move, he could, you know, life came. Life came, life came, life entered him. Life entered him. And as soon as life entered him, motion. You know, one of the first signs of life is motion. Yeah. It's motion. When, when something is alive, it moves. When something is dead, can it move? No matter how powerful it is. So the first sign you see that something is alive, it's, it's in motion. It's in motion. There's progress. There's growth. Things are happening. Then you know that something is alive. When something doesn't have life, it doesn't move, it doesn't grow, it doesn't develop, it doesn't increase. It remains at the shrinking position it had. There's no growth. There's no growth. There's no growth. Don't, don't only say I'm alive because you are breathing. Even ants are breathing. That, that is... That is, what, that is a gift that God gave to all of us. So for us now, to value life, we use other things. One of them is progress. Is there progress? Is there growth? Is there transformation? We don't say you are alive because you are changing clothes every day. God for that level of life, but there are higher level of life. Eh? You see, in the Hebrew, you see, in the English here, the English is not doing justice to this particular scripture. Because in the, in the English, it just says the breath of life. But in the Hebrew, you know what it says? The breath of lives. Because a human being has different lives. You don't only have one life. You have a financial life. You have an emotional life. You have a, an educational life. You have a sexual life. So all those lives, all those lives were injected in man. The day God breathed on him. 
And that's why we are saying that don't just look at, no, I'm breathing, so I'm alive. You, you might only be alive at the level of creation. Even goats have that breath. Ants have that breath. Snakes have that breath. Fish have that breath. Birds have that breath. But there are other dimensions of life that the breath brought with. And we can say that you are dead because even though you are moving, we can see your body moving, but the other dimensions of life are not present. They are not present. They are not present. Please don't just be excited. Listen carefully. Because God is going to revive somebody here tonight. Like life will enter you. This is from God. It's something God does. Like you could see uh, uh, Adam was lying there. All the features were there. But the thing that sets the whole thing in motion is not that you have the business proposal, you have the right ideas, you have everything. But the thing that will set it in motion, you have the desire to do something, you have everything that is needed. But the thing that sets it in motion, the thing that causes it to blossom, to start growing, to start developing, even when you are not watching, that's what we lost when we ate the fruit. After man ate, God told him, the day you eat of the fruit, you will die. That was the statement. You will die. Not that you will shrink. You will die. How did life come? From a breath. From a breath. Life entered him through a breath. And God is saying to him, the day you eat of the fruit, you will die. Can you see breath? Can't see breath. Breath is a very mysterious thing. Can I tell you something? Your breath is a very supernatural thing. Just, you don't even think about it. You are just, you understand. But it's very supernatural. Because you can't see it, yet it controls your existence. And there comes a day where you want to do it, but you can't. So you realize that when you are doing it's not you really doing it. It's actually God empowering you to do it. Because there comes another day. Listen, there comes another day. You want to continue doing it. You want to continue breathing. But you can't. You, you can't it's, it's, it's over. It's over. We bring machine. We pump. No. There's nothing. So it is supernatural. When you are breathing, when you wake up in the morning and you are breathing, just for that, you must thank God that I'm still breathing normally. There's no point. Just that alone. It's very powerful. You shall surely die. We know that men ate the fruit, but he continued living physically until 900 and something years. If you check a bit further, you see that Adam was alive for 900 and something years. But did God lie? Because God said, the day you eat of the fruit, you will die. So what died? You will not understand this if you are only looking at life. You see, that's why the breath of life. If you look at the breath of life, you'll be very confused. Because by the breath of life, I'm talking about just life in general. When I say the breath of lives, then you now understand that God allowed one life to continue. It was a physical one. But all the major ones were all taken. Meaning the spiritual one in particular. 
the spiritual life was gone. The emotional life was gone. The intellectual life was gone. All those other lives, you have to go get them. Adam didn't have to go to any school. All the wisdom was available. Everything he would ever need was available. But after he ate the fruit, that life died. Now we need to, we need to put you in school. Get RR. We start putting those things small, 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 until you start knowing a little bit. Emotional life, a lot of us are emotional wrecks. Like, you don't know how to handle your emotions. You don't have a good control of your emotions. It means your, your emotional life is not in place. And the other lives too. So you are looking at yourself, I'm alive because you are breathing. But that's your body. Your body is alive. Your body is alive for a very, very limited time. We're talking about revival tonight. Revival. revival. What is God trying to revive? Not your body necessarily because your body already has life. But there are other very important things that God wants to revive. So we lost the spirit at this junction. We got disconnected from the spirit realm at this junction. When we ate that fruit, something got cut. We lost connection. I'm sure you realize that you can have a cell phone, you're talking to somebody, and you enter a certain zone, you lose connection. You still have the phone. You might even still be talking. How many of you, you kept talking, you didn't realize that the person was gone? That you just, and then you realize there are no more responding. They say, hey, something has happened. Your connection has been cut. So man continued thinking God was there. Thinking that everything was in place. But the connection was cut by the eating of that fruit. He was now disconnected. He's around. He has the faculties. But he has lost the connection source. And confusion sets in. Drama sets in. All kinds of problems sets in. Now it's worse because he doesn't know where he is. Somebody else created him and placed him there. And the person who placed him there is the one who knows what must happen. Now he has lost the connection with the person who placed him there. So now he's confused. So he has to figure out his way. And it becomes difficult, very, very difficult to survive in a world you didn't create. And there's a fierce enemy that is there. That can't wait to bribe him. And then the problem of man started. And from that day, God made a commitment. I'm going to help you back to life. He promised this to man in Genesis chapter 3. He told man that. He told the woman actually that your seed will crush the head of the snake. But then God did something very interesting after distributing the curses to everybody. The Bible says he killed an animal 
For the first time in the history of creation, everything was perfect. For the first time in the history of creation, an animal is killed. The blood is shed. And the skin of that animal is taken to cover the nakedness of the man and the woman. Praise the name of Jesus. I'll appreciate if you guys will go with at the same time with me. Also for Adam and his wife, the Lord made tunics of skin and clothed them. Tunic of skin. With skin. Skin that he took from an animal. So somebody has died. So this was just a fourth like God was giving you a, a picture of what he will do a few years later where his son will be killed. The blood of his son will be shed. And then you will be clothed with Christ. What are you called? You are called a Christian. How are you known? You are known because of Christ. The Bible says that you are hidden in Christ, in God. What that means is that when people look at Adam, they will see the animal skin. First, that's the first thing. I mean, because this guy was naked, stark naked before. Now, as soon as you see an animal skin on him, so that thing draws your attention. So God, in this verse, was introducing to us that it's an animal skin. The Lord made clothing from animal skin for Adam and Eve. When Jesus came to this world, John the Baptist says, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. So already from Genesis 3, God introduced Jesus. God is already telling you in Genesis 3 that this thing you've just done, I'm going to send my son in a couple of years, he will die for you, and you will now be covered with him. His blood will cover you. I hope you realize that. I hope you realize that when you are using the animal skin, the skin of the animal is going to start dripping off you. Oh yeah. Already from here, God was already solving the problem. But God could not solve the whole problem until, you see, Jesus came and Jesus died for us. Jesus did everything for us. Do you understand? But still, why exactly did Jesus come? There's a reason why Jesus came. Galatians 3, 13 and 14. I want you to, I want you to see why Jesus died. If all these things, all of those things was for something major to happen again. Bale, are you listening? Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone who hung on a tree or who hung on a cross. Christ became the curse. That's why as a child of God, you have no business living a cursed life. Christ became a curse for you. Look at verse 14. That's not my message. 
that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus. In other words, Christ became a curse so that a blessing can be transferred to you. We access the blessing. God always wanted to bless us. But God could not bless us until Christ came. Now, God started this thing by blessing Abraham. And told Abraham, truly, I'm going to bless everybody. But God has to figure out how he's going to do it. So Christ is the vehicle through which everybody can access what God gave Abraham. But God did something more important than that. Look at it. You see, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit. That Jesus went on the cross, yes, it was so that you can be Receive the blessing of Abraham. But there was something more important that the blood of Jesus was trying to purchase. Which was the Holy Spirit that you lost in the garden when you ate the fruit and life left you. The life of God left you. When Jesus went on the cross, he broke the curse. But then he also made a way. So he made the way for two things. Number one, he made the way for the blessing of Abraham to return into your life. Remember that Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, God says, God bless them and say, be fruitful, multiply. Genesis chapter 2, I think verse 6, God breathed on them. Those are the two things God gave man. God gave man a blessing in Genesis 1 28. I hope these guys are with me. I hope they are with me on, the, on Genesis 1 28. And God blessed them and said, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. That is the first thing God gave man. If you read your Bible well, the first words man ever heard was, be fruitful. God bless you. When you ate the fruit, the first word you heard, you are cursed. Genesis chapter 2, and God breathed the breath of life. Look at it. The Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils. So those are the two things that you were. You see, like every machine has its equipment. Man, Adam, Adam had a double equipment: the blessing and the spirit. Those two things made man to be in control on earth. Those are the only things human beings use on earth. There's nothing else to use. Let me tell you the truth. There's nothing else we use on earth. To rule here, you need two things. The blessing and the anointing. That's all. And the spirit. And that's what we lost in the garden. We lost the blessing and we lost the spirit. That breath of lives. Now look at Galatians chapter 3 verse 14. All those two things are restored. Through the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. Christ has redeemed us from the... 14. That the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles. Who are Gentiles? People who are not Jewish people. You and me. There are only two groups on earth. The Jewish people and the Gentiles. Jewish people are the 12 tribes of Israel. Descendants of, of, Adam, of, I mean of Abraham. So the 12 tribes of Israel. The rest are called Gentiles. So don't get confused. If you don't have maybe like Reuben is your great grandfather of Jacob. You are, you are a Gentile. Now, the blessing of Abraham was only working for the 12 tribes of Israel. But God wanted to extend it beyond them. 
God wanted to reach you. But God needed a bridge. And the bridge is Christ. And the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. Because of what Jesus did on the cross, you qualify to claim the blessings of Abraham. You qualify. The Bible says, he is not a Jewish who is a Jew inwardly. I mean outwardly, but inwardly. If you follow Galatians, you see that Paul is saying there that we are the real Jewish people. We are the real Jewish people. Christians are the real Jewish people. No more that one. See? You have the blessing and you have the spirit. That's it. This is what brings life where there is death. The blessing and the spirit. <laughs> the blessing and the spirit. This is what brings lives anyway. When you have the blessing and you have the spirit, life starts manifesting itself. So, it's not enough to go to the cross, Sam. I accept Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. That's the first step. It's like you are at the door and the door has been opened through the cross. You have access. But access to what? Access to two things. Mainly. Number one is what? Number two is what? The spirit. Now, I want to talk about, I've been talking about the spirit. I hope you realize that I'm not talking about the blessing. I'm talking about the spirit. I have a lot of series on the the, 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 the on the blessing. Whenever I'm teaching on the curses, I always talk about the blessing. So you can go and listen to that. I'm talking about the spirit at revival at six. And how, and this month is the Holy Ghost month. Like we are, we are dealing with the Holy Ghost this whole month. We are learning to know God the Holy Spirit as a mighty tool. As, not a tool, as a mighty person in your life to bring life to your world. Your Christianity cannot work. I tell you now, I tell you now, no, no, like that. I'm telling you now, that your Christianity will never work if you don't have the Spirit. You will be a Christian, but you will not be as effective a Christian you could have been if you had the Holy Spirit. No wonder. Jesus told the disciples, you know, who among you can give your child a snake if he asks for the fish? Who among you can give your child a stone if he asks for bread? If you who are so wicked, you know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more? My father gave what? The Holy Spirit to those who ask. According to Jesus, the Holy Spirit is the best gift God can give you. Like when God really wants to bless you, when God really wants, oh Lord, help me preach this. When God really wants to help you, 
When God really wants to change your life, when God really wants to transform you, the main thing God gives you, when God really likes you, when God really wants to help you, when God is really determined to lift you, the thing that God believes you need Not money. The Holy Spirit. I know you might not believe it because I was like, I was just like, I couldn't believe. I mean, the Holy Spirit? Had the Holy Spirit? What, what, what is it about the Holy Spirit? I mean, the Holy Spirit is available all over. I mean, I mean, what is, you see, that's the problem. You don't understand who he is. That's why I want to take my time this month. In fact, this service is about him because revival there's no revival without the Holy Ghost. Revival in itself, the very nature of revive is the spirit must come. It is the spirit that brings life. We saw that last week. The letter kills. The spirit does what? Gives life. Find it. The letter kills. The spirit gives life. The spirit gives life. So there's no life without the spirit. James says, the body without the spirit is dead. Find all my scriptures. Corinthians, take on Corinthians chapter 3 verse 6. The letter kills, but the spirit gives life. Are you with me, people of God? The spirit, the spirit. What brings life is not, it's not your body, it's the spirit in you. And uh, James, oh yes. As the body without the spirit is dead. It's dead. It's dead. So the greatest thing God wants to give you and me is the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That's where all the magic, if you can allow me the word, all the magic of God is loaded in the Holy Spirit. Acts 10, 38. Let's start. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with what? God really wants to bless you? When God wants to make you famous? When God wants to make you great? Now, I wish, I wish there was something else God did for Jesus that he's not doing for you. God anointed Jesus. I told you last week, whenever you see the Holy Spirit, this power, they go together. Look, if you are, the day you understand this, you will fall in love with the Holy Spirit. You will love the Holy Ghost so much because you understand that wherever you see the power of God working, 
Do you understand? When you see, when you see, and, and you know what we call it? We call it manifestations of the spirit. Find the scripture. The manifestations of the spirit are for the profiting of all. The manifestation. So this spirit is invisible, but he has manifestations. You'll be blessed. Oh. I'm telling you, you'll be blessed. You'll be blessed. And many of you are going to become preachers. Because that's what, you, that's, what, that's what this service is all about. To empower you. To empower you. To empower you. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. The Holy Ghost brings profiting. Show me a man that has the Holy Spirit. I'll show you a man that's going to profit in life. I'll show you a man that's going to not only have an impact, but also going to have profit. Everybody wants to profit. Meaning you want your things to bring returns. In the church, in the church, you only get returns based on your ability to manifest the Holy Spirit. Your ability to reveal the Holy Spirit. That's how you get returns. Not manifest the flesh. Manifest the spirit. That's how it starts profiting you. You start being known. People start putting demand on you. People start liking you. It becomes profitable. Whatever you are doing for God becomes profitable when it has the spirit. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, the Holy Ghost, who went about the manifestation of First Corinthians twelve seven. I'm reading for those who I'm giving the scriptures for those who are listening online. You know, like those that will listen, so they know the scripture references. The manifestation of the Spirit. The manifestation. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to. Each one of us for the profiting, the profiting. So, what I'm doing here, Kutrano, is I want us to become people of the Spirit, people of the Spirit. Because until you become a man or a woman of the spirit, there's no profiting. There's no profit. There's no profit. There's no profit. Nobody can profit from you until you can manifest the spirit. Acts 10.38. Go back to it. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit. Do you know why the precise Jesus of Nazareth do you know why they, make, they tell you that he's from Nazareth? Do you know why? Because Nathaniel asked the question, can anything good come from Nazareth? Find it. He asked that question before. 
Now, Daniel asked that question when, when he was told that we have found Jesus of Nazareth. I said, ah, Nazareth. Are you serious? Can anything good come from Nazareth? Hmm? Are you listening to me? Can anything good? Look at it. Did you find it? Praise the name of Jesus. <laughs> Can anything good? Can anything good? Can anything good come from this family? From this house? And Nathaniel said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. An area that was known to be the worst. Nothing good ever come from there. Eh? That in the history of your family, your particular mother, in part, your mother in particular, has never given birth to anything that matters. Like nobody makes reference to her children. Nobody makes reference to your house. Nobody makes reference to your family name. Nothing comes from your family. There's nothing good from your family. Nothing. Nothing good has ever come from your house before. I'm talking to somebody here. Nothing, nothing good, nothing good. Do you know that, you see, can anything good what does that imply? Only bad things are coming from this place. Children out of wedlock, abortions, uh, dropping out of school, nyaope, smoking. Like whenever we mention this family, it's something bad. There's always something bad that is mentioned about this family. Something bad. Something bad. Something people are ashamed of. Something people don't want to even mention. That, those are the things that are coming from this house. So nobody has any expectation that anything good will ever come from here. When they are looking for something good, they don't look from there. When they are expecting something good, they don't expect it from there. Because the trend has been all bad things are coming from here. All the bad things are coming from here. And that's exactly why. Because God was thinking about people like you and me. People that nobody expects anything good to come from them. God says, my son will come from the place where people say nothing good can come from there. That's where my son is going to come from. And what is going to make my son to become something good? What is going to make Jesus to become something good? Because there are many people that are from Nazareth and there's nothing about them. There's nothing special about them. What is making this particular person that is from Nazareth to have something good to offer. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Ghost that will turn your badness into some amazing goodness. People will even forget that you are from Nazareth. Like they will, they will need to remind them. By the way, you are from Nazareth. 
your results are Jerusalem results. Not Nazareth results. These are Jerusalemic type of res- order of results. Not Nazareth. Yeah. And you know why all of this is happening? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. May God anoint you. Amen. That's all you need. That's all you need. Take your seat in the house of God. That's all you need. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is going to make you valuable. That's the title of our little message. The Holy Ghost makes you valuable. Valuable. You become valuable. You can be a Christian for so many years and nobody ever make reference of you. You are never called for anything. You are not needed. Until the Holy Spirit. For he is the one who makes you profitable. He's the one. I am nothing. Absolutely, I'm rubbish. Rubbish of the, the deepest. Let me be honest with you tonight. This person standing in front of you, under normal circumstances, pure rubbish. You can never mention my name anywhere, and I matter in any anything. There's nothing about me. No, I say absolutely nothing. If people are gathering today to listen to me, there's nothing that from myself. Okay, are you here because of my, my family background? Are you here because of anything that is... You see, do you know why you are here? The Holy Spirit. That's all. That's all. Why do you know Benihin? The Holy Spirit. Why do you know Dakwad Mills? The Holy Spirit. Anyone you've known, you just check it well. You will see that it is the Holy Spirit. And if you will ever be known, if you will ever matter, it should be for one reason and one reason only. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. So in John, I think John 20, he told the disciples, don't go anywhere until you are endued with power from on high. Wait for the promise of my Father. John 20. He's saying to them, listen, I know I've trained you for three years. I know I have shared a lot of secrets to you. I have given you enough to make somebody's head spin. But don't go anywhere. You will crash in a day. Wait for something very important. wait for someone. When he comes, you will become valuable. You will become important. Yeah. I wish I could tell you that in my family, I was always that guy. Not always.
standing here by the power of the Spirit. Only the power of the Spirit. It is the power of the Spirit that will make you stand out in that family where you are coming from. If I can train you in the school of the Spirit, if I can train you to value the Holy Spirit, to love the Holy Spirit, to grow in the Spirit, You've received everything. Luke 24, verse 49. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Maybe get like NLT, another version. To make it nice. Put your hands together for our guys in the sun. I think they're doing a good job. And now, I will send the Holy Spirit. (laughs) You see, the business between God and Jesus is always connected to the Holy Spirit. Like, you cannot operate this thing and you are despising the Holy Ghost. If you don't value the Holy Spirit, you cannot go far. And that's what I'm trying to make you aware of. That the Holy Spirit is the guy you must have on your side. That's the main guy. That's the main partner you need to make it. That's the main person. I will send the Holy Spirit just as my father promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Ghost comes and fills you with power from heaven. How many people go before they have the Holy Spirit? How many people get into all kinds of things before the Holy Spirit? They rush and they crash. Stay here first until you receive the power from heaven. Then you can now go. That's the key. So revival at six. It's a training ground to introduce you to the person who will announce you to the world. The person who will announce you one day is the one I'm introducing you to. The same way Jesus was telling the disciples, don't rush. Let me me introduce you to the person who will announce you. Make sure you have him by your side first before you start moving. Make sure you have him. He's called your helper. He's called your teacher. He's called your counselor. We're going to learn all the things that encompasses him. But tonight, I'm still just introducing him to us. You would have never known a Pastor Pascal in this world. From where? I'm just a regular guy like everybody else. Regular guy like everybody else. There's nothing. I don't want to lie to you. If you come to my house, I eat just like you. I go to the toilet just like you. Everything's just like you. There's no difference. But for the touch of the spirit, that has started, that has begun affecting lives. The manifestation. 
the degree to which I have managed to maybe contain a bit of him and the little bit I have managed to contain I release from time to time that little bit is what has gathered us here tonight not the manifestation of my wisdom not the manifestation of my education the manifestation of what? the spirit the manifestation of the spirit that's what brings profiting to your ministry that's what brings profiting to your life that's what brings profiting to your business it is the manifestation of the spirit that invisible power that you learn how to manifest to people either through preaching, teaching praying, healing, whatever form it comes. Once it is him, oh, you're going to profit. You're going to profit. You're going to profit. You're going to profit. My father, Bishop Dakwa Mills, travels the whole world just to hold a microphone for 45 minutes and say a few words. People pay thousands of dollars for his tickets, his hotel room, everything. He just come and holds a microphone. I think I've been holding the microphone for more than an hour now. He holds it for 45 minutes. Thank you. What's going on? He has a strong manifestation of the Spirit. You don't see it. Those few words is going to drop there in that place, wherever he is. Oh, you don't know. You don't know what they're going to do long after he's gone. Those few words is just going to drop there like that. Hmm? Benihin goes to places. He arrives in a place. He's like Jesus Christ. He's a human being. Oh. says that God wants to give you. Do you see how God loves you? Not only God gave you his only son, he's not also, he wants to give you his greatest gift. But why? You, you, you think about it. That God, Jesus is the only son that he has. And he decided to give him to, for you. After he gives you Jesus, he now comes and says, you know what? Let me do something else. Let me give you what I gave Jesus. That will make it, that made Jesus Jesus. Let me give you what I gave Jesus. That made him Jesus. He also takes it and says, take it also. My God. If you fail in this life, it's your fault. If you fail in this life, it's whose fault? It's your fault. It's your fault. If you fail, if you fail, if you fail, if you have poor results in this life, if your things are not working in this life, if you are a liability and a laughing stock, it's whose fault? It's your fault. Because what else is God supposed to give you? God gave you Jesus, his only son. Then God gave you what made Jesus, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. 
Then God gave you his word that created the whole world and beyond. If you fail this one, you shall never fail. You shall never fail. You shall never fail. As you are coming here, you're going to learn a lot of things by the grace of God. And the manifestation of the spirit will become your reality. Yeah. Look, when you stand with your little group, there will be a manifestation of the spirit. There will be a manifestation of the spirit. When you hold a microphone, your desire should be, let there be a manifestation of the spirit today. The manifestation of the spirit profits. That's where the profiting is. When there is manifestation of the spirit. When a human being has manifest the Holy Spirit, there's profiting. When a human being has managed to transmit to human beings what is on the other side, people profit. People benefit. That's the only time people, that's the only time we benefit. And that's why we, we buy CDs of certain people more than others. That's why we listen to certain messages more than others. That's why people go to certain churches more than others. The manifestation of the Spirit. Manifestation. I'm not talking about a place where you are forced to go. I'm talking about a place you love to go to yourself. Like, you know what? Not that this is my mother's church, my father's church, I'm supposed to go there. I'm saying, you yourself, you have found something. You know, this thing, eh? there's something here for me. How many of you can say there's something here for me? Like, I know, maybe nobody in your family even attend this type of a church. But for you, there's been a manifestation of the Spirit. There's been a manifestation of the Spirit. And you have, that manifestation is resonating on the inside of you. Something is happening to you. Every time you go home, you can't take the scriptures off your mind. You keep thinking about it. What, man, what, what was that? What, what was Pastor talking about? I am in my bed sleeping. You are thinking. Why? Because there was a manifestation. There was a manifestation of the spirit. Something happened to you. There was a manifestation. There was a manifestation of the spirit. There was a manifestation of the spirit. I don't call you every day. Are you praying? Are you reading the Bible? No, 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 no. I just come here and I try to be a bit of a vessel through which the Holy Spirit can touch can reach, can speak, can help. Once I manage to transmit him a little bit, I tell you there will be profiting. Somebody will become a bit stronger in their faith. Somebody will become a bit more committed. Somebody will desire something a bit more. There will be different manifestation or results of the manifestation. As to compare to me coming here, being totally connected to the carnality frequency. I'm just transmitting carnality. Transmitting carnality, no spirit. I will say to you, the manifestation of the flesh, it destroys me, kills. We need the spirit. It is the spirit that gives life. Learn to honor the spirit, learn to value the spirit, learn to become friends with the Holy Spirit. It is the spirit that gives life. It is the spirit. Not the flesh, the spirit. That breath you see, it is what is keeping your whole body alive and moving. The day that breath leaves, the whole thing will just collapse there like that. 
Nobody sees the breath. They see your nice bunny. They see your nice clothes. They see all this. But nobody knows that that thing nobody sees, the breath, is what is keeping all this here. Nobody sees the Holy Spirit. But I've told you a few weeks ago, everything you see in this building is the manifestation of his wisdom, his knowledge, his understanding, his counsel, his mind, and all the other things that he has. That's what you're seeing. I don't have this type of wisdom to do anything that you're seeing. There is a spirit in man, the breath of the living one, that makes the simple intelligent. That's the book of Job. There's a spirit in man, the breath of the Holy One. There's a spirit in man, the breath of the Holy One. Take your seat. I'm ending. Are you blessed? Please desire the Holy Spirit. If you come here on a Friday, you find pastor praying. I will even look like I'm mad until I start speaking. When I start speaking the language you understand, you say, yo. But you know where I get all of that? As I'm saying, when I'm talking that language, you don't understand. When I finish talking that language, you don't understand. I start speaking the one you understand, I make a lot of sense to you. The people who don't want to when they start speaking, you don't understand what I'm talking about. The manifestation of sin is very low. Very low. Very weak. But it is the spirit of them. King James. On you, King James. But there is a spirit in man. <laughs> the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. The inspiration. Okay. New King James. There you get it. But there is a spirit in man. The breath. The breath, the breath, the breath. That's what I tell you. When God said, he was giving the spirit. That's the spirit he was giving us. When he said, the Bible said, and God breathed in the nostril. That was the spirit. There is a spirit, the breath. The word spirit and the word air in the Greek is the same word. Numa. The same word. P N U P. N-E-U-M-A. Numa. It's the same word. Same word. There's a spirit in man. There's a spirit in man. That's the breath of God. It makes that man intelligent. NLT. NLT. It makes them that spirit in them. There's something in man. You understand, my daughter? There's something in man that makes man intelligent. When you see a, a bright person, he's not bright because he's from this mother and that father. No, 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 no. no. Could be a, a little person, but the real thing that brings a dimension of wisdom, there's a spirit. There's a spirit. 
I've noticed this. When I go with my guy anywhere, if we have to go and buy something, I just sit there. As I'm sitting there, I receive all the understanding that is needed. And I now discover that if I did not go, they were going to make different decisions. So the sons of the prophet said, will you not come with us? Come with us. Come with us. As we are going to cut the wood, come. Be around. Because we're going to need wisdom now. We're going to need the manifestation of the spirit. And we don't have enough of that manifestation in ourselves. But if you are there, you are a custodian of a higher dimension of manifestation. That's what, that's what makes the difference between us. Is that we, we all manifest the spirit, but to different degrees. To different degrees. I can give you this microphone and you will say something. Something sensible. To a certain degree, you can grow in your manifestation to a higher degree based on your communion, based on your fellowship with the Holy Spirit. He will be able to express himself through you better based on how much you and him are close. And I'm sure you give this microphone to somebody more senior than me. Ah! there will be more manifestation here because of the level of closeness. So you should never be comfortable where you are. There's always a higher dimension of the manifestation of the Spirit. So let me end by this scripture. The Bible says, when an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes through dry places, seeking rest finds none. Then it says, I will return to my house where I was. You better go and listen to my message on uh, um, what, what, is, what is the message called? How to, how to stop demons from entering your life. I've done an entire teaching on the six gates into you. There are six gates in your body that evil spirits use to enter you. The message is available on YouTube and on Castbox. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places seeking rest and finds none. 44. We are ending now. Then he says, I will return to my house from which I came. When he comes, he finds the house what? Empty. This is a born again Christian. The, spirits, the evil spirits have left him. But the temple is empty. There's nothing inside. The Bible says, verse 45. 45. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. This is what makes it very dangerous is that when God is helping you, if you don't take the right steps, things, instead of getting better, they can get worse. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's, I'm ending with this one. 
a spirit has been removed. And that spirit that has been removed has an intention of coming back. But coming back with seven more wicked spirits than himself to occupy you and make things worse for you. My, my whole talk as I'm ending is that word empty. The house is empty. The house is empty. What was the expectation that heaven had about this guy or this guy? What was the expectation? When Jesus says the house is empty, that's the first thing he makes you aware of. That the house is empty. The house was occupied. He evicted the guy. But now the house is empty. What is the expectation that Jesus had? The house should be occupied by another spirit. The Holy Spirit. Do you not know that your body is what? The temple of what? find it. Hmm? Or do you not know that your body, your body, this, this temple, this house, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God and you are not your own. Do you not know? So this guy, an evil spirit left, but he did not replace the evil spirit with the Holy Spirit. And things got worse. So here's my last scripture. Paul is giving us an advice which I also want to leave you with for tonight. Paul says, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled. Be filled. Be filled. When something is it's not empty, you are the house. The, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So say, be filled. Do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled. Be filled. So how do I occupy the empty space? I fill the space with the Holy Spirit. I fill the space with the Holy Spirit. Any part in me that is currently empty, I must fill it. I must, I must send a portion of the Holy Spirit there. I must be filled with the Holy Spirit. Why must I be filled with the Holy Spirit? The Bible says that in a great house, there are different kinds of vessels. Some vessels unto honor, and some vessels unto dishonor. That is Timothy. First Timothy. Or second Timothy. In a wealthy home, no, like King James, New King James, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. But there are vessels 
in a great house, in a great church, there are different types of vessels. So according to the word of God, you are a house and you are also what? A vessel. As if you are a vessel, it means you can be filled. As a vessel, if I bring a jar here now, you will see that the Holy Ghost is water. It's rain. I can pour. Maybe I've just poured halfway. But I can pour until the whole jar is full. But then there's something more interesting. I can pour so much that it is full, it begins to overflow. Can I tell you something? The manifestation of the spirit is only strong when people are getting your overflow. There's a difference when you are not full yourself. You are just somewhere down there. The, the water is somewhere down there. And we are drawing from there to drink. We will feel a bit full, but you will be more empty by the time we are done. And two, we, we cannot be full because it's not enough. So everybody will just get small, 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 small. But when you are tapping into fullness and overflow, is that what people are drinking is not from you. It's what is coming out of you. You are so full. You are full that nothing, you are not losing anything. And they are also drinking as much as they want because there's plenty. That's the difference between ministering from your little and ministering from the overflow. When you are ministering from your overflow is that you are full. And you are so full that people are just getting out of you and all kinds of things. Are just, and you are, you are not losing anything. After the meeting, you are still charged. You are still full. You still have more to give for a thousand years. But when you have just a little water and there are thousands of people, then you have to give everybody a small drop. Because I agree, you're also feeling for yourself that when I'm done here, and some people give until there's nothing left for themselves. So God never intended for you to give out of that place. Out of the streams of living waters shall do what? Flow. And it is the streams that are flowing from you that we are drinking from. The streams that are flowing from you. So you need to have a strong life of the spirit. You can't. You can't come. You, you pray two seconds. How much of the spirit will you have? The more you pray in tongues, the more of the spirit you have. The more of the spirit you have. And the more you push in tongues, the more you push in the spirit, you, your, your water level is rising. As you are praying, the water level is actually rising. It's just that you can't see it, but that's why I showed you the vessel. When you come, sometimes you are empty. Then you start praying. He start pouring. You start pouring. And the more you pray, the water, you, you yourself, you start feeling, hey, things are getting a bit easier. And the water is rising until it's now, it's 
at that moment, even, even somebody around you start, your water start hitting him. Like, if you, if you hold the microphone, you start speaking in the microphone, people are just full. Yes. Yes. That's why. You should, that's the manifestation of the spirit. So you should do things from that place. So those of you that are ministers here, before you come here Sunday morning, you must wake up 3 a.m. in the night. 4 a.m. Makatoko projekate You get full a little bit. Then you come. You hit more. Or during the week, that's why we encourage you to pray for hours so that you are constantly full. You never know when people ask for water. You should have. You never know when somebody will send an SMS and then they need water. They send a WhatsApp and they need water. Or they meet you and they need water. You should be ready. In season and out of season. That's when you become profitable. Oh, I was feeling so down and I just spent a few minutes with Brother Kosi, and I feel so refreshed. I feel so nice. You yourself, you don't know why you are refreshed. The, the flow, he just, he has plenty. As he starts speaking, the water just starts pouring on you. You are refreshed. You are refreshed. These are the secrets of ministry. This is what makes your ministry peculiar. It's that you have the waters. People are drinking. Be a dry vessel. Ish. Don't, 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 no, 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 no. Oh. And a lot of cups are waiting. But you open. Ish. Have you seen a tap? You open, 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 open. You open the whole tap. Then one drop. Talk. 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 Oh, be a well. How about you become a river? Can you finish a river? The more you drink, there's more. That, the, the, it, says, it says streams of living waters. Streams. Well is your personal ministry. I don't have time to teach you between the, the difference between the well and the river. Well is your personal ministry. River is your ministry to others. You cannot, it, the, well, the water of a well can never go beyond your yard. So it's personal. That's your personal flow. But a river, when, when God gives you a river, it means God is now entrusting you with something that other people will benefit from. Because a well is for you, it's for your house. Have you seen a well in a community where everybody is coming to your house for, for, for water? That water will never last a day. It's for your house. Every, every house has a well. But a river is for the whole community and the communities around and the communities far. The same water passes you goes and refreshes those ones, continues, keeps going. That is what God wants to give us. God wants to give us river ministries. That you do something here, it impacts here, it impacts there. It, wherever the river goes, it brings life. There's a scripture like that. Wherever this river goes, it brings life. I think it's the book of Ezekiel, 37. Or 47. Wherever this river goes, It becomes that wherever an ABC member goes, they go on holiday somewhere, life has come. 
Not that now like this, our people have gone on holidays. By the time they return, we need to start deliverance from zero. We need to start casting demons. We need to start. No, wherever they go, life, life. It must be that when you go somewhere, life has come there. You have brought God there. You have brought the kingdom of God there. You have brought the life of God there. People are excited because you brought God where they are. Look at it. It shall be that every living thing that moves, wherever the river goes, leave. There will be a very great multitude of fish because these waters go there. But they will be healed and everything will live wherever the river goes. Everything will live. Wherever the river goes brings life. Just like a normal river. Wherever it passes, everything is green in that area. You can even look at it from further. Wherever you see green, 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 that's where the river is going. There must be life in yourself. Life in your ministry. Life in your prayer. Life in everything you do. Let there be life. Stand on your feet, everybody. Thank you. Put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Are you blessed tonight? These are good dosages. For people who are interested in the spirit, you shall be blessed. Yeah. And I pray that all of us will become people that are interested in the things of the spirit, in the life of the spirit. You see, when, when, when I start going to the anointing, I haven't gone there. Yeah, I'm still just, we're going to go the fruits of the Spirit. Then the gifts of the Spirit. Then the manifestations of the Spirit. Then the anointing. The double portion. All those blessings that are for you and me. Your ministry has to change. Praise the Lord. Raise your hands and pray for the full. And you see, can I tell you something? The first step of the Holy Ghost is what? Praying in tongues. That's where you start. Like, when you start speaking in tongues, that's your, the, you've started the journey. It's not the end. It's the start. It's the start. It's the start. That's the life of the Spirit starts there. You start praying in tongues. The more you pray in tongues, the more you are building spiritual capacity. Hallelujah. So let's pray tonight for more. The Bible says, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Praise the Lord. So we need to trust God that there will be a giving of the Spirit tonight to us in the name of Jesus. Why don't you lift your hands and start receiving the Holy Ghost? Father, I thank you that tonight every one of us, every one of us is filled. Every one of us is receiving the Spirit. We are receiving the Spirit. We are receiving the Spirit. Don't be tired yet. Let the Spirit give you life. While you are at it, why don't you just start blasting in tongues and letting your rivers flow? 
Meka prazi bregado broze kate palamanda rabarabaraba. Shebregezentere mazopro kondora manda rabaraba. You are a vessel tonight and God wants to pour. Yes, Father, begin to pour now. Begin to pour on each one of us. Begin to pour. Begin to pour. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Father, pour. Pour. Pour for somebody here. Pour on somebody here tonight. Come on, stretch your hands to him tonight and receive the infilling, the infilling of the Spirit. The power of God that will make you profitable, that will bring profiting through the manifestations of the Spirit of God. Your ministry will transform completely. You will never remain the same person. When you speak, there will be a change in people's lives. When you sing, there will be a change in people's lives. When you minister, there will be a change in people's lives because of the manifestations of the Spirit. Where are the hungry and the thirsty people tonight? Where are the thirsty people tonight that are saying, Lord, more of your spirit, more of your spirit? You are receiving the spirit now. You are receiving the spirit now. Come on, speak in the spirit, everybody. Speak in tongues, speak in tongues, speak in tongues. Everybody, speak in tongues. Don't mama, speak it, speak it, speak it. If you are a leader here, I want to hear you speak in tongues, please. That's your lifeline. That's your lifeline. Mika zobele mandara katapa la mandara ba. Rekese prekete keleva la bronde. Shakonte pezikele maloga. Abraseke te peleva la debra. Jente prezika to pelevrande. Rakaze peyadova. Ashaka te paya. Zante prelemanda. Zonte pelezaya. Sadake petekele monde. Rimetema. Rimetema. Zakolemena. 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 Japrandalema. Masikele manda. Japayama. Japayama. Open your mouth and bless the tongues. The Father will give to everybody who asks. The Father will give to you if you ask. Kelema solema tapayada. Hey, yakatepele sigelema tolamenda. Hey, yakatepe sekatakapola velemenda. Yakatose, eprekelevaye, janto prekeleza, ratakapelazie, ashakatepa, makokatepa, mashakalava, prentekeleze, rekitepalavo, ramentelazi, rekitepaya, the manifestation of the spirit, the manifestation of the spirit is given for the profiting of all.
Oh yes. Come on, open your mouth and pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Sheleka sopele madabadabada. Makataka basika teka patopele valabadaba. Rekete setetete. Mekatoka bakata. Don't say I don't know how to do it. Just start praying. God will take over. Shakele malina. Esemetema. True revival is by the spirit. It's the work of the spirit. Come on, receive the lives. Receive the lives in your spirit tonight. Somebody is praying in the spirit. Come on, be violent in your prayer. Be violent. Don't be weak. This is a gift God gave you. You are not begging for it. Make use of it. Receive it and use it. Makaleka sopele manda. Asakatakapa. Mekatokapeleza. Rezete palame. Ikete pasoya. Shante preleva. Rakose prelavela. Zanta prakatova. Streams of living waters. Streams of living waters. Yeah. Oh. Hey. Ooh. Come on, break in the spirit. Break, 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 break. In the spirit. In the spirit. Break, break, break in the spirit. Break in the spirit. You need to break in the spirit. You need to break in the spirit. For your rivers to start flowing. For your waters to start gushing out. Your waters must gush out. Your waters can gush out. Don't limit yourself. Don't limit yourself. Break in the spirit. Elama se kele manda yama yama. 
Shandara magele makoya mandarama. Eke pase kele manto ya mendele maya. Oh. Ayama yama lama zebela magaya mandarama yaba. Ayama lama zabala gadama ya zabra gadama. Rakata kapata. Nabra zakata kapa. Mazabra kate kapa. Mabra kazekete. Oh. Ah. Ah. Maya 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 maya. Maya 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 maya. Maya 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 maya. Maya 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 maya. Maya 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 ya ya. Maya 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 ya 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 ya. Malakalo mayoko le maya maya. Se prekanto la me kanta prala me la gaya. Se prekanto la mentere ma zekete ma. Eke ya moko la me kaya katamana. Eke la makaye kete kazele ma. Eke na masoke la mandarabaya. Ah. Ah. Ola male mele male mele. Ole male mele mele. Eye mane masele male male. Eke prekanto na maze prekanto na male. Rakakakakakaka. Eke kakakaka. Makakakakaka. Makokotapaka. Eke kakaka. Yakakakaka. Ayakakaka. Eke kakaka. Ayakakaka. Makokakaka. Makantakaka. Mayakakaka. Ente makaka. Mayakataka. Mantepelama. Mayakatoka. Makena mana. Makena mana. Makena mana. Makena mana. Shakola mandela mazepre keya mana. Ebre kazanta la makoya mantana maya. Rekate kapala zepre kantene ma. Maya kante prekele mazekete ya mana. Rakata kapa zepre katoko ya mana. Ay 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 Jacateca Pokoya Mandana Maya, Jacateca Pekela Masokola Mayama, Jacateca Peseca Tokoya Mandana Ma, Jepreca Tokoya Macanta Yamanama, Epreca Secateca Pokoya Mandana Mana, Erepa Secateca Poya Mandana Maya, Erema Secateca Precateca Yamaya, Aracataca, Aremadoca, Ashamateke, Eprecatoya, Macaya Peta, Masekenama, Eprecantova, Japrecanteza, Iprecale. Makalamenda Seprekateva Ah Shayamaya Oh yes Oh yes Oh yes Oh yes Oh yes Menema Sola Shantepele Manama Ikanteze Katala Manama 
Streams of living waters. 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 For the manifestations of the spirit and for the profiting of all. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> ah. 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 Oh yes, the manifestation of the Spirit. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profiting of all. Thank you, Lord, for the fresh touch of your Spirit, a baptism of the Holy Ghost. For some, a refreshing of the spirit for others. Let the water level rise. Let the water level rise. Why must I settle for less when God wants to give me an overflow? Let the water level rise. Let the water level rise. Knee deep, ankle deep, knee deep, waist deep, shoulder. A river that cannot be crossed over. Your water level is rising. 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 Ramala. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Oh, yes. 
when my father owns the ocean why will I carry a cup I need at least a river at least a river at least a river my father created the oceans the ocean that sank the Titanic and it was invisible for almost 50 years why must I hold a little cup a plastic cup Come on, pray in the dance a bit more. Pray in dance a bit more. It's your gift from God. Enjoy it. Love it. Speak in the revival at six is pray. Holy Ghost service. It's a Holy Ghost service. Mere magala vrenda zebre canto gemene mala mala mozena inema zebre ganda jabra ganda vrega zebre canto na menda raka zegere ba zebre de ba the bible said do not be drunk with wine wherein there is excess but be filled be filled be filled be filled with the holy spirit be filled be filled with the holy ghost be filled don't settle for anything less than the fullness of the spirit Yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord. Yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Holy Ghost. Thank you Holy Ghost. Breathe you in and out right now, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Mm. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow.
fresh ideas, fresh revelations, that a minister of the gospel here, Lord, will receive a fresh anointing, a fresh outpouring of your spirit, a fresh outpouring, that somebody's ministry will change from tonight to higher levels, higher levels of command in the name of Jesus. while every eyes are closed and every head are bowed, if you are here tonight and you want to surrender your heart to Jesus I want to pray for you you are saying pastor I need the Holy Spirit the first step to receiving the Holy Spirit is to be born again to give your heart to Jesus mm. the Bible says repent turn to God and you shall receive the promise of the Holy Spirit if you are here tonight, just saying, Pastor, please pray for me. I just feel a conviction in my heart that I want to, sur- I want to surrender my heart to Jesus. I'm going to count up to three. When you hear three, just raise your right hand and Pastor will pray with you. One, two, three. Raise your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You can take your hands down. Now you are also here you are already born again, but you feel a conviction in your spirit tonight. You know what? I want to surrender my heart to God again. I want to recommit myself to Jesus because of the way God ministered to me tonight. I want to pray for you. At the count of three, just raise your right hand. And Pastor, I will pray with you. One, I want you to commit my heart to Jesus. Two, three, raise your right hand. I want you to commit to God. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. All of us that raise our hands, why don't you just come and join me on stage so I can pray with you. Come quickly to the stage. Come, come. If you raise your hand, just come. Come, come, come. Yes. justified by your blood I'm saved I'm restored I'm born again I'm a child of God I am free from the power of sin to serve the living God thank you Jesus for forgiving me thank you Jesus for giving me the Holy Spirit my helper my comforter my friend thank you Jesus for saving me tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I pray for each one of these precious people tonight.
let your grace abound towards them. Help each one of them. Empower each one of them by your spirit. By your spirit. By your spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. May God bless you. Remember to subscribe to receive our latest service notifications and to share the link. You can also watch our pastor, Pastor Pascal, live on our Facebook page, Alive Bible Church HQ, or on our YouTube channel, Alive Bible Church SA. Remember, you are alive to give life. Can I